This is the Launch and Scale Podcast, the home of some of the best e-commerce advice on the internet today. Whether you're launching your first product or scaling your existing storefront, we include conversations from industry experts, best practices, and practical tips to help you run a profitable e-commerce brand online today. I'm your host, Kirsten, and my mission is to create 100 seven-figure brands by 2027. If you're going to be one of them, be sure to subscribe and not miss another episode. By the way, for more resources and information on how to work with us, go to launchandscale.co. Remember, that's .co, not .com. Apart from that, let's get into the episode. If you've recently launched a product, but you're not happy with the traction you're getting, meaning you're not growing fast enough, in this video, I'm gonna cover four things you have to nail before you can scale to 10K months as an online seller. So hey guys, I'm Kirsten. I am an e-commerce expert that works with early stage product founders to not only launch their products, but scale to six and seven figures using actionable strategies. So if that is something you're into, be sure to hit subscribe. And in this video, there are four things that you must, must, unlock before you can start to actually get that traction you're looking for and hit your first 10K month. So let's actually get into what the first one is. The first one is that you need to have someone specific in mind that you're looking to talk to when marketing your product, when looking to sell your product, because everything, your messaging, the content you put out, the product offer, the emails, the the message that you use to communicate why somebody needs your product has to have somebody in mind. So I'm not necessarily talking about niching down, but I am talking about understanding what it is that someone wants or needs to put them in the state of mind to actually use your product. Um, now, when we talk about doing creating a customer avatar and having that person in mind, I think we need to take the conversation a little past just defining who you're serving because I think we need to know why we're serving that person and understand what exactly it is that they're looking for. So point number one really is that is have the person in mind and we want to take um, into consideration what is their psychographics, not demographics. So I think that when we look to map out our customer avatar, we get into trouble because demographics as what has been taught to us by gurus and you know, arguably what I, I used to teach as well is we focus too much on who the like where they live their age income etc but those things may be markers of the demographics of who is buying your product but not allow us to understand the underlying motivators for why they will buy your product so we need to take the conversation of of understanding who is buying your product a lot further than just demographics and market research. We have to get into the mind of the buyer by understanding what is called their psychographics. Psychographics are understanding motivators for buying, what are they looking for, what are they struggling with, etc. So um, I had a really great conversation with the founder last week where they were struggling to um, really map out who their niche is and who they're talking to because they're like, look, my product helps serve a lot of different kinds of people. It, it could be great for young moms. It could be great for um, parents going through burnout. It could be great for, you know, seven, eight levels uh, figure CEOs. Um, so me niching down doesn't seem possible, but how can I be specific with who I'm talking to when my, I, my product can serve a lot of different people. And the, the 
reality is that you need to look at what is the common thread? What is the thing that people are looking for when they buy their product? So this is really important when it comes to products like if you are selling an insole that helps people relieve knee pain because of athletic injuries, that's another product that serves so many different niches. Like you can work on pickleball, you can have golfers, you can have ex elite athletes. You, it's all over the board. Really anyone who wants to be active can buy a product like that, but that is too, it's, it's too broad and won't actually help you bring in the person you're looking for. So instead what we need to look at are the motivators for buying and what is the common thread. The common thread is that regardless of what activity you want to do, you wanna be able to do that activity pain-free. So the psychographic profile tells us that we serve, the, the person who is buying that insole is somebody who wants to be active without the pain. They wanna live a healthy life. So when you look at your product, if you have been struggling because you have too many avatars because your product serves mass market and ask a different question to yourself, which is why are they buying my product? What is the motivator? What are they struggling with that my product helps this group solve better than anyone else? So that's what we need to look at is really narrowing in on how your product helps somebody, what's the result they're looking for and take it past just the demographics because frankly, knowing someone's income may not help you um, as much as understanding what they are looking for. So that is point number one. Mm. Point number two. So once you've done point number one and you've defined why somebody's buying your product, this allows you to see your product as a new opportunity. Um, if you are not familiar with the term blue ocean, um, we've seen this used a lot with new brands that are coming with custom products. So this is gonna be really important for you if you are bringing a product to market that is unique in some way. This is not for drop shippers. This is not for someone who has taken a course on how to white label a product that already exists and just slapping your brand on it. Um, that is not what we're talking about here. This advice is for someone who has created a new custom product. It's a new take on an existing product. So for example, we have something like Cali weights, which are weighted fitness bands. They saw an opportunity to improve on what Bala Bangles was doing um, because it, so they improved the design to create a whole new product. You take something like uh, on the other extreme, you have like the Tesla or the Pelotons of the world. But what you're doing is you are creating a blue ocean or you want to create a new uh, new opportunity for your buyer. So let me just get into this before I, I nerd out too much. What a blue ocean is, it was popularized by the book Blue Ocean Strategy. Very good read, I recommend it. So Blue Ocean Strategy talks about how where most brands struggle in any, uh, any uh, thing that you're doing online, any kind of industry, is that you have a red and a blue ocean. So a red ocean is going to be where we are all sitting right now. It's, it's an overly competitive, saturated market. It's just another supplement coming to market. It's another thing where there are already so many vendors, there are already so many brands and products to serve that. So think like headache medication. There are dozens of brands that help you relieve a headache. So that's where we have this red ocean where it's really like shark infested waters, okay? Red ocean, bloody, over competitive, not a lot of opportunity. And so what you actually have is this option and this opportunity to carve out a whole new market for yourself, AKA 
blue ocean. So a blue ocean is something where in theory you don't have any competition. And when you have no competition, it means that the market is open for you to become a leader in your category. Very, very important, but hard to pull off. So when you want to be able to separate yourself from the competition and come up with a new offer, you actually, when you're watching this and you realize that you have a new product on the market that has never been done before, or it's a new spin on an existing outdated product, or you are reinventing a market, you have an amazing opportunity and an uphill battle to create a blue ocean. So you need to understand that what you are creating is something unique that has never been done before. And you need to look at the advantage that you have of, of bringing this new product to market. So when you are creating your blue ocean, when you do have a unique product offering, you have to not understand not only how your product is different and why, but how to communicate that, okay? By framing it in terms of a new opportunity. Another great uh, read on this will be Category King. Um, I believe that, I'm gonna put a link to that below this video, um, but few of those are really seeing your product as a new opportunity and being able to educate your customers on that new opportunity. Point number three, focus on audience building before you launch. Focus on audience building after you launch. Everything you have, you need to see your business and, and uh, taking this from Ezra Firestone in his book, um, he doesn't have a book. What I'm saying is I got this tip from Ezra Firestone on building leveraged assets for your brand. One perk of doing this live is I can't edit, which is fine, but building leveraged assets for your brand. So when you have your new product launched and you are actively looking to market it, you're in Facebook groups, you're doing influencer marketing, you are doing paid ads, you're doing everything you can just to get people to your website, you need to be building your audience at the same time. An audience means that you are building your email list, you're building social media, you're building these pockets of people that are going to be surrounding your brand so that when you have visitors coming to your website, if you're only converting 2% of them, so that's industry average, about two to 2.5, um, what is happening to the other 97% of visitors you have? If you aren't actively building an email list, if you aren't actively building a social media following, that is a bunch of leaks in a bucket that when someone comes to your website for the first time, they may forget about you because you don't have a way to retain them and hold on to that relationship and nurture them. So you need to see audience building as a part of your brand building. It's not enough to just focus on marketing today, getting the sale tomorrow, you have to be building up leverage and your audience so that when you have a good communication plan together and you consistently market, eventually someone who has come to your website because they were curious today, but not ready to buy, by you having that community, by you building your audience, they may come back when they're ready to buy in a couple of days, a couple months or a year from now, and buy your product. And that is when you start to build that compound effect of building a brand through having an audience. Number four, unpopular opinion, product before profits. Yes, I said that. When you have a new product or a new line of products, don't get so focused on making profit in the beginning that you forget about creating a great product. 
I see this so often where brands are just focused on getting to market so they can start selling that they don't realize that by skimping on product design or not doing enough R&D to make sure that they have a great product, they don't realize the effects of that actually cannibalizing all of their success. You'd be amazed at what a one-star review can do to your brand. It is dangerous and reviews are there for transparency. So when you focus in the beginning on product quality over profits and making sure that not only your customers are happy, but you're getting really good reviews for your product because you have a solid product, that is how it is going to set off a, um, a wave of customers coming back and buying more product, customers using your product, customers loving your product, and having a great reputation to grow based on word of mouth, which is the best way to make sure that you're around long-term and really helps when things are kind of rough online. So in saying that product before profits, and I don't mean don't focus on profits ever, but what I mean is don't skimp on product thinking that you just gotta get people to buy because trust me, you need a good product in order to have a good foundation to scale and stay in business. If you have a bad product, you don't do enough testing, and you rush it to market, that's a really great way to have customers who are not happy, will not buy from you again, leave bad reviews, and your trust is kind of broken then. So product before profits in the beginning is very, very important. Apart from that, guys, what number did you enjoy the most? Let me know what where you got value in this video below. And also, if you are looking at if you're looking for some resources on how to scale your brand past 10K per month, be sure to check out some of our free resources below. And if you are seeing value in these videos, don't forget to like it and subscribe so you don't miss another one. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe on your mobile device. And for more resources and information on how you can launch and scale your e-commerce business online, be sure to go to launchandscale.co and we've also got a ton of free actionable content available on TikTok and YouTube. Just be sure to go to either platform, search for Kirsten, my name, K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N. Apart from that, we'll see you in the next episode. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launchpad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like The Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launchpad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launchpad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.